Today through Sunday, scientists, artists, software designers, doctors, and architects from around the country are convening at the IU Center for Art and Design in Columbus, Indiana. During the symposium Drawing and the Brain, they'll be discussing the role of freehand drawing in the workings of the human imagination. WFIU's Yael Cassander spoke with participating brain scientist Robert Goldstone and the center's director, architect Kelly Wilson. Kelly, I understand that the symposium emerged in response to a similar symposium at Yale asking, is drawing dead? You know, remind us why one would even propose that question in the first place these days. What are the phenomena in our culture and in our educational system that would indicate that drawing might be dead? By and large, in the graduate schools and undergraduate schools of architecture, something like freehand drawing or even manual drafting went the way of the dodo bird and was replaced by the digital formats for drawing and representation. To make room for computation, things had to get pushed off the wagon. And manual drafting certainly is one of those consequences. And freehand drawing, which is sometimes referred to as sketching, I would say it's treated as if it's an ornament to an architect's education. Mm. When the evidence of learning how to see as an artist with drawing and what is gained by this is principally about access to things that words aren't very good at dealing with. They're nonverbal meanings that we think with all the time. The drawing gives us particular and unique and individual access to. It turns out that in terms of nuance, expressivity, being able to draw is incredibly uh, high bandwidth. I'm Robert Goldstone. I'm a professor in the Department of Psychological and Brain Sciences, and I lead the Percepts and Concepts Laboratory there. As it stands now, paper and pencil are an exceptional value for, for us, cognitively speaking. We are able to express things in a nuanced way that we are, are not able to do with other contemporary devices yet. It seems like in our haste to adopt all of the fabulous tools that technology has given us, that drawing in a, in a fairly broad way, handwriting, calligraphy, sketching, is something that's been left behind. I mean, children are, are rarely taught penmanship anymore. I think that's fallen out of the curriculum. Um, is your symposium in some way a, an attempt to remedy that situation? It was the thought for this conference that three basic types of people have never discussed this with each other to our knowledge. The first group are the cognitive scientists and doctors and engineers who think about how the brain works and are trying to map it with those who teach drawing, with the uh, next generation of folks writing code for drawing. Complex coordinations between mind, eye, and hand are at the heart of the conversation. What I think is important about drawing is that it's part of this interactive loop. So people might think that the way to be creative as an artist or a designer is to get a great idea in your mind, and then at the end, you will transcribe it onto paper as the final product. And that isn't how creativity works at all. Really, it's an interactive loop where you put something down on paper, you inspect what you put down on paper yourself, and that causes you to get new ideas, which causes you to recraft what you put on paper, perhaps 
throw it away, start anew. And then there's this engagement of this long loop where the drawing influences how you think, influences the next drawing. With the complex movements of your five fingers, with your wrist, with your elbow, and even your knees get involved in the act of making a drawing so that your body is implicated in the act of thinking. And the lovely consequence of this is that a set of marks put on the page with ambiguity and almost without purpose, like fooling around, tends to cause more images and thoughts to burst forth in the mind. Uh, Michael Graves called it intrinsic reciprocity between mind and act. That full integration between the intellectual and the physical. Most definitely. There's some potential to think that there's hardwiring between the use of our bodies and how our brains think and imagine and even invent. WFIU's Yael Cassander spoke with architect Kelly Wilson and psychologist Robert Goldstone about drawing and the brain, which opens Thursday evening at the IU Center for Art and Design in Columbus with a gallery talk and exhibition opening.